everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. Welcome back. Wow! I, <laughs> I mean, I guess technically home. we've kind of been back, but this actually feels like we haven't been back in a really long time. Yeah, I put, this is Olivia, I put together that blooper episode, but obviously, like, we haven't really been back back. So much has happened. Right, well, Maya, tell us the main reason we haven't been back back yet. Yeah, Maya, what happened? (laughs) So, listeners, I do have a curse. Uh, (laughs) As you know, I was very much looking forward to my road trip. I had a fantastic time. It was amazing. We went ziplining. I did not get to see a bear, but I did look for bears the entire time. We went hiking. I got to see my family. It was so fun. You went to Dollywood? I went to Dollywood. It was fantastic. I was bought it as two good t-shirts. Um, yeah. Wow. It was less Dolly stuff than I was imagining. I was imagining Dolly is to Dollywood that Mickey Mouse is to Disney World. Sure, um, sure. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah it's a that lot makes sense. of Dolly stuff, but it's not like dolly on everything everywhere oh well that's a bit disappointing Um, but it was a lot of dolly stuff like they had like you could go inside her tour bus um i didn't get to do it because we waited in line for it and then it started to rain and they were like we're so sorry if the ground is wet we can't let people in because we have to protect the floor of the bus to preserve it god Um, So I am going to watch a YouTube video and just pretend I'm there. Um, But they have, like, a museum with a bunch of, like, Dolly's old dresses and, like, her awards and stuff. It's very much, like, Dolly looked at her home one day and was like, I gotta get this crap out of here. It's so, too sentimental to get rid of, but, like, I cannot keep it in my home. Absolutely not. So um, Maya lives there now, and that's yeah. why... We're late. <laughs> That's why. Okay, right, right, right. Um, so we had a fantastic trip, but I am a curse because the car did break down in Indiana. Um, it was a Friday afternoon. We like pulled over on the side of the highway. Um, a cop came and was like, "Are you guys okay?" And Scott was like, "No." And the cop <laughs> was like, "Okay," and like left. <laughs> They're useless. <laughs> We went to a mechanic, and the mechanic was like, I mean, you made it this far, and it's four o'clock. Um, so we just kept driving until we got what? to the hotel. And, like, there himself. Their professional uh, opinion Well, you it's made it this o'clock. far. <laughs> he was like, get out. <laughs> um, but we, it's like, we were staying at the French Lick Resort. You can look it up, listeners. It's like a five-star hotel, extremely fancy, and in the middle of nowhere, Indiana. It makes no sense for it to be there. Um, But my family lives, like, in that region. And so we called, like, everybody in the county. Like, the people at the front desk knew us by name because we were, like, the problem guests. So whoever we spoke to, they'd be like, oh, you're the ones with the car. And we'd be like, yeah, that's that's us um we called everybody and nobody could take us until monday so we were stranded for a while um and while there i took my nephew go-karting and my go-kart broke down twice and they had to switch me to a different go-kart and that's why i think i have a curse it's a car curse (laughs) it's a car curse and you're trying to get a car and i really want a car now you were in a really nice hotel like you hadn't done the like oh we'll just sleep here 
it doesn't have to be nice thing it was a nice hotel yeah it was really nice and they took pity on us and let us stay an extra night for only 99 dollars which wow. yeah you cannot get even like a crappy hotel for like 99 dollars <laughs> no <laughs> like it costs more than that so yeah fine. so uh maya came home late and so we couldn't record this episode last yeah. week so thank you for your patience right. i think it so just much. kind of like built the suspense even more yeah we're gonna really come through on that yes we are <laughs> this is an amazing that. first chapter <laughs> um but i know that melissa has a lot to catch us up on in regards to <laughs> sebastian stan i can't tell oh, you're being facetious have, or not like actual news i have like actual <laughs> things that happen in my life Oh, well, I only You're thought gonna about You're going to ask it. Melissa about Sebastian Stan. He's well, a very big part of my life when we now. we talked about it, when we were texting yesterday, Melissa was like, yeah, I have a lot to say about this. So I, like, stuck I it was, in my mind. I was being mildly facetious when I texted oh. it. I thought you actually wanted to tell both the of you, like, had big things that happened, and I just became more obsessed with someone I don't how's, know. Um, how's Loki? Michelle? Oh, it's great. I, we had so I asked for six thirty to record today because my roommates were only able to watch the Loki episode from five to six, and I still had to read the chapter. And so we we watched I the second you episode. You at lunch to read? The yeah, chapter. that didn't mean I finished it. I, well, it was fair. longer than I anticipated. It is longer than I thought it was gonna it's be. True. It's true. Um. So I pushed back recording the episode so that i could watch loki anyway it was great doesn't make any sense and i'm so into it i listened (laughs) to the first episode of loki as scott watched it i'm like not into marvel stuff and i was like what is happening it was meant to happen this way and he's like says who and i was like yeah says who says who (laughs) see you actually have a lot in common with loki the god of mischief oh um, what I heard was, you are God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, oh, you so, guys, I missed this. Well, um, yeah, so anyway, I didn't do anything besides watch uh, Marvel movies over and over again because I have a problem. Uh, anyway, Olivia, what did you do? <laughs> well, I came back from my parents' house, and then I moved an hour away within the same city. Um, I just moved to Brooklyn, but, like, it's, like, really far and very different. Just, I just want you to know that. It's a completely different world. It really is. Um, I moved a 20-minute walk away from Melissa, which is revolutionary. Um, we have all previously lived, like, an hour (laughs) away from each other in the same city. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so I have this new apartment. Got and it's you know, nice. all my stuff in here. Thank you. Um, so Melissa, Maya hasn't been to visit me yet, but this is our friend's old apartment. So she has previously Kate, been. Kate, we here. talk about her. We do actually talk. We about talk her about her a lot. <laughs> now I live in our friend Kate's old apartment. Um, <laughs> it's great. I also it was my birthday. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we all saw each other in person. Yeah, for the first time. It was magical. March 2020, I guess. Yeah, all three of like we've seen each other, I think, but all three of us have not been. I had not seen Maya Marlette in the flesh. I haven't seen you guys since March 2020. Yeah, you guys have seen each other. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. 
I don't know what that was. Do you even have upstairs neighbors? No. <laughs> but even you could tell it came from above. Yeah. It sounded like a bump of an upstairs It sounded like a bowling ball. Oh my god. Keep us posted. We do this activity at our job where we brainstorm like stories and I ta- we were talking about one where like there's a secret attic and it was inspired yeah. by me like looking out and seeing pictures of people taking seeing people taking pictures of my house and me being like, Oh my god, what if I like went outside one day and they're like, Wow, you're so brave to live in the murder home with the secret attic and now that there's a noise from above, uh, I'm up like, above. What if I have a secret murder attic? <laughs> Also, nobody can steal that idea now because it belongs to Maya. Yeah, that's mine. Maya's idea. Okay, but also, it could be anything attic. Like, it could be a party attic. It's true. Maybe it's like a secret. That's a nice point. Any ghost story could be pleasant. If you could just. What? What? Okay. I just thought about how I tried to make your closet a sex den and like Yeah, you did. <laughs> I have a giant closet, which is really great. And Melissa was like, oh my god, you could probably fit your little couch in there and then it could be the makeout room. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I guess. And the other person who was here was like, so you just like are in your apartment and you're like, hey, hey, come in my closet. <laughs> I just haven't seen a really big closet in a really long time. (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway. My cheeks hurt from smiling. (laughs) We haven't even started talking about the book yet. (laughs) Wait, I want to tell the listeners one other thing, which is that over my trip, um, I called Melissa's dad, Marty, (laughs) and now we're best friends. So. A lot's been going on. Yeah, my dad knows a lot about cars and buying cars. Yeah, I just had some dad questions. Like, there's some questions that are in the dad category. Right. So she had to borrow a dad. I borrowed a dad. And Marty really stepped up. (laughs) I bought him um, a Father's Day card. I'll show it to you. I'll, like, see a picture later. I have not gotten him anything for Father's Day. (laughs) It has a golden retriever on it. Good reminder. Uh, Father's Day. Whatever. I'll Uber him some ice cream or something. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, that's cute. That's what I just do now. Just, like, send an Uber with, like, a pint of ice cream. (laughs) Wait, I have a... Should I... Can I tell you guys a related funny story? Yeah, Which is that my... So, on Valentine's Day this year, this past Valentine's Day, um, (laughs) someone kept buzzing our buzzer. Yeah. To be, get let in, and we now, as a as a as a household, don't buzz anyone in unless we know that something There's is coming. Because people, because people have been stealing packages yeah. from the yeah. lobby, yeah. and, and like so it's we're a like safety issue. Yeah, so unless we know that something is coming, we don't buzz anyone in, and then, like, okay, but there's also a function where you can ask who it is. Okay, well, see, that's the thing, is that we were like, we don't have anything coming, so, so we're just bother. not going to let them in. Yeah. And so then I got a call, and it was my sister, and I was like, hi, what do you want? And she was like, buzz open your front door. And I was like, are you here? And she's like, no, I got you pizza, you jackass. <laughs> and she's like, he's been trying to get in and deliver you a pizza. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And I like went and buzzed him in and like a man came 
came up with a heart-shaped pizza. <gasps> That my sister got me for Valentine's Day, and I was like, oh, thank you, sir. Apologies <laughs> for not letting you in. Oh, that's so Were you like, um, so like, did she tip on the app? <laughs> and luckily, Uber Eats, you do tip on the app. I already know that because I'm a frequent Uber Eatser. Um, but truly, I was like, thank you. <laughs> anyway, that was my funny story. That's a good one. Speaking of Valentine's Day, speaking of love, <laughs> we read the first chapter of A Love of Story. Eclipse. Guys, this cover is like so dumb and so good, which is so Twilight of it to be yeah. so dumb and yet so good. Oh, so good. Also, yet again, I'm surprised at how big this book is. It's so fucking long. For how much I remember that happens in this book, which is a tent. And that's essentially that's it. every time you guys are like, what happens in Eclipse? I'm like, the tent. Right. No, no, so- no, 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 no. That's all we have. And then you tell us more things and we forget them. Oh. Right. So this seems like way too much. Okay, here's what I remember about this book. <laughs> Edward and Jacob fight. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. I mean, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's um, all I remember. <laughs> as we were reading this first chapter, and maybe I should save this, but whatever, um, I was like, wow, I truly must have, like, Midnight Sun must have erased the end of New Moon. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. everything. I like, Me too. Wait, Edward's already proposed? Okay, wait. <laughs> I... I had the same thought, and I was like, I am so dumb. God, I am so dumb. I'm going to go find New Moon, and I'm going to reread the end of New Moon, and then I didn't find And then I didn't do I that. I didn't do it either. But <laughs> I barely left myself enough time to read this chapter of Eclipse. <laughs> like, is it like that, like, non-proposal proposal? Right. Like, that's all, that's it. And now they're just, like, in this weird standoff already. Right, and she's applying to colleges, but has decided that she's not going to college and is going to become a vampire, but I was like, when was that decided? It kind of feels like stuff has happened, and she does, like, catch us up, and so I can't tell the difference between stuff that, like, I forgot and what's, like, right stuff that I didn't know that she's catching me up on. <laughs> Mostly, I think I'm supposed to know it. I'm I did notice know basically she put everything. in parentheses one that Edward is a vampire. Helpful. That yes. Jacob is a werewolf in parentheses helpful there's it's like very <laughs> catch-upable it's, okay. and it's like what it's like smoothly done yeah i was so impressed we were i think it was me and olivia were talking to um friend of the pod and friend of us in life talia and i was like talia i think somebody could pick up a clips and just read it like the first really? chapter really tells you what you know. i would oh that's true so one of the things that always bothers me about the catching up is i'm like who effing picks up a book uh, in the middle a of a ring? series? Who does that? But maybe it's I now for us it. who reread books out of <laughs> order. Well, also, if you, even if you read them at the time, there is a whole year in between. It's, you know, know. it's like the catch-up at the beginning of the season of the TV show because there was a whole year of your life. I, I never experienced that, that because I just and, reread everything always. Right. I, Right, so like yeah, like leading up to every Harry Potter book, you I had to like the whole series. read the whole series up to the point exactly. perfectly timed out, and I did that with every series. Yeah, well, also though, if it's like a super mega phenomenon like Harry Potter or Twilight, 
I could see people being like, oh yeah, this is huge. And just like picking up whichever is the new this one. This looks like a Twilight I book. I think it might be a thing that like the general population does. Like I think we're intense book people. Yeah, like That's we wouldn't true. do that. But I think there's a lot of people who don't do it. But I think that there might be people who. I think it's like the, the mass market paperback crowd. You know, that are that just like, pick up books. Sure, like the Twilight mom who's going to be like, I've heard of that right. at the airport. I just, I, I want to read things that I know about, and I've heard about this, that so I'll pick it up and read good. it. Right. I've definitely, like, picked up books and read them to later realize that it's, like, a sequel. And <gasps> been like, oh. But then I stop. That would be so distressing yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like, wow, that was good. I oh. realized in all my Marvel rewatching that I do watch movies out of order out of or- completely. I do like, do it with movies, you're right. I'm sure there are some people who are like, who right. fucking does that? Who like goes I to watched, movie three? I watched Thor Ragnarok, and I never, I still haven't seen the first two Thor movies. I thought um, you had like caught back up and seen literally everything. Melissa. No, I've been saving those for after I finish Loki, and we'll have context for why I care about Thor. So then I'll go back and rewatch those, and then rewatch Loki. This is why I, I cannot be into superhero it's stuff. It's too commitment. convoluted. It's yeah, well, listen, I didn't choose this, okay? <laughs> it chose you. It did, it did. Okay, but why don't we talk about the package? Um, we started with the cover. Oh, great cover. Listeners, it's a ribbon that's, like, fraying, and there are just two little, little strips of ribbon holding it together. Hanging by a thread. This photo? <laughs> this is a photo. That's... Yeah. Wow. Okay, it could still be a photoshopped photo, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. Imagine them, like, it's in the studio with a ribbon, like, artfully distressing it and then wiggling it and taking, like, a thousand shots until so it's impossible. I mean, I'm sure the budget for this cover was astronomical. It's high. That's true. <laughs> it's just a full I mean, little ribbon. It's not like it would have been high budget. It just would have taken all day long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which they might have done. <laughs> Um, the back, I'm going to read it. Oh. In the dead silence. In the dead silence, all the details suddenly fell into place for me with a burst of intuition. Something Edward didn't want me to know. Something that Jacob wouldn't have kept from me. It was never going to end, was it? Sink your teeth into Eclipse, the third book in Stephanie Meyer's riveting vampire love saga. Sink your teeth? I think I would have been like, look, that's too much. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. No, then I would have gone. We've done way worse than this. (laughs) I've done so much worse. All this praise that just reminds you that at the time these books were very highly critically acclaimed. Does Voya still do Voya V O Y A? Do they still do starred reviews? I haven't seen a review from them in right. They have a starred review here. That sounds fake. From them, but I don't know if they do stars. That sounds fake. There's only six of them, aren't there? Six stars? Yeah, but I always forget what the six stars stars. is. But the New York Times and School Library Journal both gave, like, glowing reviews that are on the back of this book right now. So... Right, I that's what I always forget. I always have to look. I'm like, are these Twilight reviews or are these Eclipse reviews? Unclear. I think Um, that these are Eclipse. I think these are Eclipse reviews. they are. Yeah. And so they did get, it did get one starred review. Fans will burn the midnight oil to finish. That's pretty I cool. mean, I'm sure I did. 
And then if you open up our title page. Yeah, what's the art? It's a snowy, Ooh, snowy. forest landscape. Oh, I like that. With like a trail. It's, a, it's fine. I like I it. I have never made this connection before, I guess, because I haven't really thought too much about the the title pages before, but this harkens to the scene um, where it snows really bad. In the oh, tent. I thought in it was something icy because of the epigraph that she uses. Oh, Melissa, read the epigraph. Okay. Um, fire and ice. Some say the world will end in fire. Some say in ice. From what I have tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. But if it had to pick... If it had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate to say that for destruction ice is also great and would suffice. Robert Frost. Good poem. Um, slightly overly obvious to my taste. I mean, that's her MO, though. <laughs> because Jacob is fire and Edward is ice. Uh, I actually wrote, like, okay, so analysis. Obviously, those two are those things. Right. But then Bella is the world um and right. like that's like it's kind of like a weird what? interesting foregone conclusion that's like so we're all talking about how the world bella will end um right. it's one of these and she's just things. choosing if she right. wants the fire or the ice. but it also seemed like a false simile because i'm like in this poem desire is fire and hate is ice and i was like it kind of True. feels like you're equating Laron dudes here but like true maybe it's because really edward and jacob are just two halves of the same coin (laughs) they both suck (laughs) when i read this epigraph i was really like oh my god we're back baby like (laughs) yes yes i drew little hearts around it isn't robert frost also the path less taken yes i do not like robert frost because i'm a snob (laughs) Um, like a hipster style snob where robert frost is too popular for you right right in middle school one of my teachers was like i don't like frost he's too simplistic and i was like yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) and now i don't like robert frost because he speaks to the people i guess so. but the title page is an icy path so and then we get the preface leaning into it which men- mentions ice in her heart, and I really was looking for the fire, but... She says fierce craving, I didn't which I it. kind of thought was Close the enough. fire, yeah. Um, um, I really, I really didn't are... think the preface was necessary. Well, but... here's the thing. It's been two books. They're, they're trapped. You can't not have a preface when you've had two Well, yeah, now it, you have to. So but you like, have to do it. I don't think it was necessary. Oh, I wrote, this is incredible. It justifies each and every preface of my piece. <laughs> That's amazing. I, at the end of it, I I think I liked the last sentence. I was I, just like, I'm a little torn, and I wrote, dramatic or melodramatic? I was and, just like, of course we know it has a dramatic twist. Like, this is a third book in the Twilight Saga. You don't got to give me a preface for me to be intrigued that there might be some death the, later. You got you to gotta keep the people in, though. But I was like, we're already in. The in. Collins, you know? Like, it's not that Bella is in danger. It's like, well, what is that, happening to the Cullen family? You don't even technically know that it's the Cullens in the preface. At this moment, his family was fighting for their lives just as surely as he was for ours. Oh, she's yeah, right. that could very well pertain to Jacob. <laughs> oh, no. that's true. 
That's yes, true. Yes, it could. Yes, it could. Well, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just she know it's very Edward, purposefully so. does not says, name anyone. Right. In this. She says my protector, which also could be after right. them. That's true. That's true. That's true. And then the last line is somewhere far, far away in the cold forest, a wolf howled, exactly. which but is like good, but also like this ugh. is God, Stephanie. I know. <laughs> I felt thing. like it did a but great job it. just like setting the atmosphere. You're right. Maybe the attempts at subterfuge. The like, amount spies. that I loved this was really because we're coming off of Midnight Sun. Oh yeah, I'm totally. So I'm so totally. happy to be back. Like, totally. Oh, I'm so excited God. to read a story that I don't remember every plot beat of. Oh yeah. Like, we've this read is like Twilight the exact opposite. I don't times. remember anything about this book. Yeah, case in point, the first chapter, Ultimatum, begins with a note from Jacob in his handwriting that is crossed out a bunch of lines and then a tiny little note to her. I have no memory in my brain of this being the beginning <laughs> of this Also, why would you give somebody a note with all of the things that you crossed because out to it's not for the reader. Like, it's not actually what But she says... Do. That she she sees like traces it. the lines. I know. That's for she has to get it so that we see it. <laughs> that, there's there's never any reading between the lines. You just see the lines that Correct. literally aren't there. They're there for you <laughs> yeah. to read. But other than that, it's a great catch up chapter. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I did newly remember that I am annoyed at various things that Bella does. Sure. Um, like, she's a terrible friend. <laughs> What's that, like, TikTok meme where they go, like, I'm not a perfect person. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. <laughs> I only watch Sebastian Stan TikTok. So. Oh. <laughs> well, people, um, have that song in the background. I know that song. And that's yeah, how I, I know the about. song. That's how I feel about Bella, like being her, <laughs> being her Bella self. I'm like, just well, being her Bella person, self. But I'm happy that she's here. I mean, I'm happy to have her brand of annoying back. Yes. I'm <laughs> um, so happy. And we still get Edward being annoying, but we're not getting the ex the annoying explanation of why he's being annoying. <laughs> so you know, it's halved at least. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, well, we watched Charlie fail to take care of himself to a level where to a level how is... he's alive. Um, <laughs> he fails to cook pasta, almost explodes the microwave by putting metal That's in the a, microwave. A if you can't jar. make pasta and you can't microwave things, how did you how live? How was he even Also, living? the easiest. Yeah, pasta's like, the, if you know how to cook one thing, it's like 80% chance. That if you know how to microwave something, it's opening a jar you know to not put metal in the microwave um so since our guests came uh which if you didn't listen to our episode with lauren and layla you should go listen to it because it was really funny good and this i had come off a new girl binge which was in large part because of them uh shout out to them for helping me get into that and um I could not. Un- they have cast. Yeah, this really enforces Jake Johnson as Charlie. Yeah. and I had like just watched a bunch of New Girl, and so I literally because he hearing is a literal idiot. Nick's voice as Charlie said these words, 
and tried to microwave a jar of pasta sauce <laughs> app still on and i was like i will never ever unsee. yeah we're never coming back from that <laughs> I am realizing that I see him in my head as, like, a cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know, but... Like, what cartoon? Just one that you made up in your head? Yeah, just, like, a white guy with brown hair. I I can't really see him, but I imagine him in cartoon fashion. (laughs) I'm realizing. That's very funny. That's strange. Um... So Bella is like, okay, oh wait, does someone want to do a recap? Oh, oh my god, we forgot. Guys, we forgot how to do this. <laughs> okay, I'll do the recap right now. Okay. Bella's grounded. <laughs> um, Jacob won't come see her and sends her a note about how he just can't handle it. Edward um, says that she is not allowed to ever see Jacob ever at all under any circumstances. And then Charlie is like, listen, I'll unground you, but you have to hang out with Jacob. And she's like, dad, he sucks. And in her head, she's like, I'm going to be a vampire as soon as possible. So what's the point? And then Edward is like, apply to college. And she's like, I'm going to be a vampire as soon as possible. So what's the point? And she doesn't want to get married. Okay, these. This brings me to my very real question of when is this? I was trying to place. This is a few weeks before the end of senior year. Okay, that makes it totally unplausible that she's applying to colleges. Yeah, Wait. The, but that's what she says. She says like, oh, yeah, we set the time you. for. Oh, like, yeah, it was in a few Shortly weeks. after my graduation, which was just a few weeks away. Oh, my God. Good. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Well, I'm I mean, it is specified that Edward is, like, finding every place. To Dartmouth. That yeah, whatever. Can, that will accept her very, very late applications. Whatever. Yeah, and she's like, um, well, I'm sure that's expensive. This was handed, handled sloppily, especially since she's only received one acceptance. Charlie literally true. says that... This acceptance she gets is her first one. And I'm like, she's graduating in, like, two weeks. You know what, though? When she was supposed to be applying to colleges, she was probably depressed. She was deeply, deeply depressed. And so she probably didn't apply anywhere. No. Like, at the normal time. And probably only did, like, rolling applications. Right. That's true. Okay, I get um, my that. main grievance is when Edward is like, "Oh yeah, I've been accepted, Syracuse, Harvard, Dartmouth, and I just got accepted to the University of Alaska Southeast today." First of all, he must be making these up. Who makes up that he, you got into Harvard and then tosses it into the middle of the sentence? <laughs> like, I had a question about this, which is, so they never changed their names, right? And I'm assuming not they've their been first to names. all these colleges before. Right. Like, maybe I these are the colleges that, that he's previously attended. Like, you can't apply to all these colleges multiple times under the same name. I thought about that, and I was like, you know what, though? They do have that forager, so you probably can under the same name if your social security number is different. Oh, my God. You could just legacy okay. yourself in I'm, college. I'm <laughs> Carlisle Jr. <Duchy. laughs> 
like they have to forge their identities periodically but they just keep adding numbers onto their name like instead of a new identity they just become their own child (laughs) but like you also the same way you can't just like go back to the same town only 20 years later they have to really stretch it out in between each school right even though yeah, they also but apparently college all turnover school so often college turnover is like fast enough that That's it wouldn't true. be so bad like the longest professor is probably only there for like 40 years at like <laughs> yeah, a stretch a really long time okay well i went to a retirement party for one of my professors who was at my college for like th- almost 40 years like 35 That's years really which is why i said that we have to go back really briefly just to say, Olivia, um, that was like a good recap, but you did miss something big, which was all the murders. Oh, yeah. Also, there's <laughs> murders. Suspense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also forgot about the murders, so I won't be detracting that from your score. I give you an eight. I remembered the murders, so I will be detracting it from your score. I give you a 6.5. Oh. That is low. I was unprepared. You're right. Seven. Did seven. She, I'm sorry. Did seven. she give you a zero? <laughs> no, because I didn't have to zero. move on. <laughs> I am not capable, and you knew that when you gave me that score. <laughs> okay, that is fair. <laughs> That's a good point. It was worth it, Maya. I support you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, Bella's still reading Wuthering Heights and it's oh, up for a whole extended She's Wuthering the Heights. The most okay, insufferable at least, person. At least it like sort of convinced me that maybe Stephanie does get it. Like she described it pretty accurately, which is I that guess. Edward is like they both suck and this book is dumb. That's what I always talk <laughs> about Twilight with, though. Heights. I feel like that's us talking about Twilight. <laughs> Yeah, I've always thought it was, like, a very poetically perfect companion to Twilight. I just didn't think that Stephanie knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I felt very frustrated on Bella's behalf during this chapter because Charlie kept, like, guilting her and going, like, Oh, my... Jacob needs you he's yeah. suffering I, and I was like so bella. angry during this i was like bella can you just tell him that jacob fucking sucks now okay she kind yeah. of did though she kind she, of like, did wasn't direct enough she didn't say she doesn't need I, to be more direct than i'm she trying was. to reach out and he's not answering me so i don't know why you and billy are putting this on me instead of she jacob. she says which i think is enough which is with jacob there is a dot 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 conflict a conflict about the friendship thing, I mean. Friendship doesn't always seem to be enough for Jake. That's pretty direct, you're right. That's pretty direct. Like, that should be I enough think... for a dad to be like, okay, And then, well, and like, then Charlie, the father, wishes. says, isn't Edward up for a little healthy competition? Charlie is so blinded by his weird thing with Edward that yes. he, like, and his I... love for Billy. I wanted to, like, rip this page out. <laughs> I was so bad. Okay, so I think you're right that that is very direct, but I felt like, like, if Charlie is saying, your problem is that you aren't talking to Jacob, and the reality is that she is trying to talk to Jacob anyway. Like, even though Jacob doesn't think friendship is enough, she's still trying to get in touch with him, and he's right. ignoring her. I was like, just freaking tell Charlie Hand this that note you tried. To him. Yeah. 
But I'm just mad that that wasn't enough for Charlie. Right. Like, I mean, bitch. good point. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie is not at his best in this chapter. He well, neither is... is Edward. I've got so no. my like red hot rage was at Edward. Yeah, which one? I had a couple. When he's like, wait, I wouldn't I... let you. Is it that yeah, one? Yeah, he's just like literally you. She goes, I need to see Jacob, and he says, no. <laughs> like, bitch. What do you have to say about this? And then she's like, it'll be fine. I need to see him. He's my friend. And he's like, there's a small chance that he could injure you. And so there is zero circumstances in which I will let you see a person that you want to see. That is the worst of Edward. Like, Truly. He, he's so controlling. And it really got me thinking, do we know why the vampires hate the werewolves so much. I'm pretty sure it's just racism. <laughs> like, it's... Like, like, what's the in-story... In the in-story reason is that they're mortal, fated enemies. That's the werewolves' reason. But, like, you right. don't hear any... All, what the Cullens say is always like, oh, they're, like, so impulsive and dangerous. Not to you. Right. So why? Right. I think now it it's everything to do with Bella. But before, I don't know if I necessarily hated them or were just like, listen, we're around. And oh, they're wow, like, we're already there. Sometimes around werewolves, people get hurt, and it's like, what do you sometimes know about it? You're not around them. Also, sometimes, yeah, vampires hurt humans. <laughs> <laughs> listen, y'all hurt humans. Like, how about <laughs> we all get out? be around Jacob, but she's allowed to be around Jasper? Mm. True LA. Excellent point, Maya. Just wondering. And then Bella just like gaslights herself. She's like, I knew I must be patient with Edward. No. It wasn't that he was unreasonable. It was just that he didn't understand. No. She's like, no, I think he's being unreasonable, girl. Uh... Um, also, I had a very um, important point to make in this chapter, which is, so Charlie asks, you know, like, oh, when was the last time you hung out with anyone who wasn't a Cullen? And Bella tells us, the reader, that before Edward's return, her friends, like, split into two groups. And she right. calls them good versus evil, us versus them. Yep. And in these groups, in the good group is Angela, Ben Cheney, and Mike Newton. Mike! <laughs> and in Mike. the evil group is Lauren, obviously, obviously. Um, and Jessica, and everyone else. <laughs> and good. just means sits with you at lunch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> also, she's a still a terrible friend to both of these groups of people. <laughs> um, and evil just means still offended by right that you were a terrible with friend them for six months yeah these people the evil group is just the group that decided that they were done putting up with your bullshit <laughs> and decided they didn't want to be your friend anymore because of it it's not because they're evil asshole <laughs> and i want to clarify that we don't have any evidence that they they were like oh your depression is so hard on us right it's like even before that, Bella was like pulling away, 
in favor of Edward. And, like, and... wanted to get mugged while yeah. being out with these Like, friends. if I were Jessica, I'd be like, you put me in active danger. Right. Like, oh. I tried to be your friend, and you made it impossible. And then, like, most recently... I mean, Twilight, from everybody else's perspective, makes no sense. <laughs> right. Right? Like, let's recap. She was, like, deeply depressed... She became friends with Jacob, hung out with other people, like, fine, cool, went on some mysterious trip to Phoenix, and then broke her leg, and now she and her boyfriend are back together again. You, you just combined Twilight and Did New I Moon? Did I conflate Twilight and New Moon? Yeah. I, so they don't know. So really, she went to Italy, but actually nobody has any idea that anything happened? Right. It's like she suddenly did, she, the Collins are back again, again? Right. So she went to Italy. I don't think the Collins immediately came back because they, they did like highlight that there was before edward's return but it was after i think her and edward were good again Ugh, i don't know either way you can decide so they just showed up out of nowhere yeah listen all of this is great evidence and uh supports the fact that sometimes you can decide that you don't want to put up with some people <laughs> And they're bullshit. And that is completely your right to decide. (laughs) And it doesn't make you a bad person. I wanted to note in this section that we learned from the guide that Jess and Angela considered themselves best friends, right? And now they're on opposite sides of of Mm. this line. I was like, damn. Bella's breaking up friendships. friendships. (laughs) If I were Jess, I'd be like, Angela, why are you taking her side? Did you not hear my story? (laughs) Like, Angela, wasn't Angela there when they almost got mugged? <laughs> yeah, like... Wait, no, not the one where... I'm talking about when Jess and Bella in New Moon, like, go to a movie. <gasps> right. Oh, was Angela true. not there for that? No. Angela, she's not there for that part. Right. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So true. Because that's yeah. where, like, Bella approached... Listeners, if you don't remember, approached, like, a group of drunken men. Right. And, like, began to engage with them... And Jess because like, she was hallucinating Edward in a dangerous situation. Right. Yeah, and so she knew it was a dangerous thing to do because you have to do dangerous things to get Edward in to order, come around. Right. So a wild book. And as it's happening, Jess is like, Bella, let's go. Let's go. Bella, it's nighttime, it's dark, this is safe, let's go, let's go, let's go. And, and even though I'm sure in her situation I would have wanted to get the fuck out of there, she stayed with Bella, not abandoning her. That's true. Yeah. Because Jess is actually a good friend has been trying this entire time. And, like, Angela is also a good friend to right. Bella. She just has yeah. a higher uh, a higher shit bar. Is that what, you know? She's just, she's just. Yeah, she's, like, down. She's like, you know, right. Bella, she's like, listen, you going on. You need yeah. me to sit sit with your like weird, rude friends. <laughs> I got you. I'm obsessed with like Angela and Alice. Yeah, being friends. Yes. I really want them to hang out. Yeah, they seem really cute I together. Love that. Um, I had another like justice for Bella moment when Charlie was like, "When was the last time you hung out with Angela?" And she was like, "Friday at lunch." You don't <laughs> let me. Yeah, why are you asking? This is entrapment. Actually, oh, right. <laughs> if I say last Saturday, I'm you add to my grounding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So then, also, there's murders happening in Seattle. Yes, it's on the newspaper. 
Um, Charlie's like, oh, this People is why I don't like big cities. Fuck the city. Um, Such a curmudgeon. <laughs> then Edward comes over, and Edward and Bella look deeply into each other's eyes and like caress each other's faces and like <laughs> breathe at each other. Um, and they only stop because Charlie enters the room. <laughs> I thought it was, I don't know if I just haven't been in this headspace for a while, but I could not stop rolling my eyes the entire time. I was laughing. I was like, (laughs) we're back. We're back. I like, especially at the part where she was like, the word boyfriend had me chewing on the inside of my cheeks. So disgusting. I needed something more expressive of eternal commitment. And then she was like, fiance. Ugh. (laughs) I was like, like girlfriend, you, you gotta go to therapy real bad. Are okay? you too mature to use the word boyfriend, or are you too immature to use the word fiance? Which <laughs> is it, Bella? But she's like, but we're eternally committed to each other. But marriage, you, you yeah. partners also, hadn't entered like the heterosexual sphere at that that's time. True. Um, I think she should call him like something really disgusting, like soul husband <laughs> they aren't actually married but it's eternal commitment um, either way i was just like bella you're so stupid <laughs> and then charlie is like yeah so like bella's not grounded anymore and edward's like she's not and charlie's like what's it to you <laughs> everybody knows it what i fucking loved it uh <laughs> Yeah, what's it to you, Edward? And you think you're gonna be hanging out here more? I don't think so. No, I just like thought maybe she'd like want to go shopping, go to the city, and Charlie's like, no, would take my daughter to Seattle, to (laughs) Seattle where all these murders are. No way. And Edward was like, no, I would never take her to Seattle. No way, Charlie. I was thinking Portland. Portland. Got him. Uh, which I've been to Portland. It's a nice city. I liked it. Uh, it was honestly, I thought this was a weird chapter, but I was I liked it a lot more than a lot of back the chapters of Midnight Sun. So it does a great job setting up a lot of conflict. Right. Like, right. We have conflict between Bella and Edward about the turning into a vampire thing. We have conflict between edward and jacob about everything we have conflict between bella and charlie and we have the external conflict of finding out that like newborn vampire yeah these murders are probably the result of a newborn vampire loose in seattle right which is apparently very clear to edward um and listeners if you're not a writer you may not know but it is extremely difficult to like set up so many (laughs) conflicts so in chapter one yeah it's very hard to do in chapter one i think she did a great job um they also set up the fact that the collins didn't know that their vampirism presence triggers werewolves right Right. that cracked me up i was like edward thinks he knows everything (laughs) and bella casually is like you didn't know that (laughs) that's not how it worked she's like yeah you came once and there were werewolves and then you came back and now there's werewolves again you dummy. And the Collins like, were like, oh, it's so weird that the genetic quirk just showed back up. <laughs> also that he 
always says it's a genetic quirk. I was like, you've been gone for like 40 years or whatever it is. I'm like, there's no room for a genetic quirk to just disappear already. <laughs> yeah, it's been like two generations. <laughs> um, but he's like, mm, Carlo will be interested in that theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, also, there's a moment when Bella is like, well, it's one of Charlie's conditions that I hang out with Jacob, so too bad for you. I'm going to hang out with Jacob. Edward says, You know it's out of the question for you to be around a werewolf unprotected, Bella, and it would break the treaty if any, if any of us cross over onto their land. Do you want us to start a war? Just hang out somewhere Bitch. else, Edward. How about the rest of the motherfucking Don't put the war world? on Bella? Or just don't start a war. Right! The treaty was already broken. This is all you! <laughs> Like, Jacob spilled the secret. The treaty's broken. That's true. Just don't start a war. That's true. Yeah, this don't like, a if, you And decide. he's like, well, if we go there, they'll start the war. But it's like, just don't go there. Just other don't go there. It's not that hard. Like, where is the community? I'm almost positive that they're not just staying exclusively on the reservation this no, whole they time. Go places. No. Like, they go places. Yeah. Because they're people so they go places right <laughs> so like just I just find them outside you know of the reservation yeah. God. it's dumb and we're about to get a whole motherfucking book of this so strap <laughs> yeah in. we are that's right it's just three people who can't find an obvious solution to their problem <laughs> when you said and three people i thought you were talking about us hey <laughs> And Wait, Evan's does that mean correct. one of us is Jacob, one of us is Edward, and one of us is Bella? Tag yourself. We haven't done okay. this yet. Who are we? Oh my god. Oh. I mean, I will Who's say the objectively as the best character. Color. That's me. I mean, you don't have to limit yourself, but like personality-wise, you might be Jacob just by coincidence. I, I think I think Olivia <laughs> is Bella though too. I think you might be Bella. You think I'm Bella? I think yours, yours, like, so rereading classics and... Yeah, but I think I'm the grouchiest, which might make me Edward. You're the grouchiest? Well, you're, like, the grumpiest, but I'm, like... (laughs) What is the difference? I feel like Melissa is more prone to melodrama, and therefore she... That's that's true. true. I feel like I'm more dramatic. That is true. You are more dramatic than me. Wow, and so we figured it out. I get to be Bella? Yeah, I think Olivia is Bella, and then I'm pre. You're your yes, new moon, Jacob. new moon, early new moon Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'm yeah. fun Jacob. <laughs> uh, well, that's objectively the best one. And the second computer that's under my name that just like sits here silently, <laughs> a black screen, is Jacob when he's off being mean <laughs> and ignoring Bella. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, best sentence, worst sentence? Oh, yeah. That's a thing that we do. Oh, guess what? I have my worst sentence all at the ready. Queued up. Um, and so, uh, I mean, I'll read the paragraph. <sighs> do you really have any idea how important you are to me? <laughs> any concept at all of how much I love you? <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I know how much I love you. And then he says, you compare one small tree to the entire forest? 
I wrote barf. Ugh. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Edward. <laughs> you were going. I was just. You had to ruin it. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> like, even in expressing your love, you must be patronizing. Yeah, God. <laughs> we'll lose oh, <laughs> It was like so like breathy and thin. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. I was Wait. just that is that's how dramatic he was being. So <laughs> here's my worst sentence. Edward wasn't here yet. Usually my dad reserved this kind of behavior for my boyfriend's benefit, doing his best to illustrate the theme of quote unwelcome with every word and posture. What? <laughs> the, illustrate the theme? Of unwelcome. Of unwelcome? Of an Wonder idea. <laughs> I would have line edited that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a very confusing sentence. Um, oh God, I don't know. It's hard to pick a worst. You know what? Instead of a worst, I'm going to pick, like, just the image of, like... <laughs> A glom of spaghetti bobbing. Read one of those. Okay, let me find it. <laughs> I mean, all of that was deeply unsettling. He couldn't do anything right. She even had to fix the time on the microwave because he was going to microwave it for a stupid amount of time. I think it was too short or too long. I gave up on saving dinner and settled for serving it. I had to use a steak knife to cut a portion of spaghetti for Charlie and then myself while he watched with a sheepish sheepish expression. Charlie coated his helping with sauce and dug in. I disguised my own clump as well as I could and followed his example without much enthusiasm. This like is a little slice. A little pie-shaped slice of spaghetti. Like, what? Just don't eat it. Pa- like, everybody has, like, three boxes of pasta in the back. <laughs> it took seven minutes to cook. What did he eat before? Just you must have been over. a takeout guy. I don't know. Because if you can't make pasta, you can't make anything. You, truly. Um, my- I guess he doesn't eat the leftovers because he'd have to microwave it. <laughs> he can't microwave it. He'd have to microwave it. Um... My best sentence is the one that gave me the most intrigue, uh, <laughs> which is, um, so I'll just read the whole paragraph to get to the sentence. Um, of course, I still saw Edward at school because there wasn't anything Charlie could do about that. And then Edward spent almost every night in my room too. But Charlie wasn't precisely aware of that. And I was like, is he a little bit aware of that? <laughs> Like, I think that's a like, certain amount aware. I think that's for like dramatic effect. I, but like, I didn't like, exactly know about it. I, I was like, I but like precisely. <laughs> I was like, so then I just imagine like Charlie thinking to himself, like, hmm, I think Edward? I hear Edward sleeping up in my eh, daughter's room. <laughs> but man. <laughs> Maybe he knows that he's there in spirit. Yeah. And not in actuality. <laughs> right, when, like, literally Charlie's gone into Bella's room and just, like, not looked into a corner that apparently Edward was <laughs> yeah, just hanging out in. Oh, my God. Speaking I of things that. that we learned in Midnight Sun, 
Um, Bella also mentions that, like, oh, well, Edward knew exactly what my dad was thinking. But actually, he doesn't. He doesn't. Because Edward can barely read Charlie's mind and just never fucking mentions it. Withholding information. If I were Edward and I wanted to, like, keep my power centralized, I wouldn't tell Bella that I don't know (laughs) They're apparently eternal companions. Yeah. You should fucking say, by the way, your Maybe dad, like, I thought, might be, like, stupid because he doesn't think anything. But then I realized he's just quiet and mumbly in his brain. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, Edward just feels like, you know, they have hundreds of years to get around to telling each other truths. Now, <laughs> it's true. Why, why <laughs> tell everything yeah, everyone needs to know when you could just parcel it out? Well, Over Edward millennia. does, like, take whatever he wants to say and then, like, say it sideways. Yep. Or, like, say something next to the thing he's trying to say, but, like, not actually so what he's thinking about. Yep. Um, my best sentence is when they're talking about all the dead people in Seattle and <laughs> Bella's like, oh, a vampire? No way. <laughs> and uh, Edward says... The existence of monsters results in monstrous consequences. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It's good for Bella to hear that. That is very true. <laughs> it is like, I feel like if it was me, it would be the other way around. Like, I would hear about bad things, and I'd be like, oh, do you think that's vampires? And they'd be like, no, it's probably a murderer. <laughs> it's just a serial killer. <laughs> there's still murder. Just because there's vampires doesn't mean there's not murderers. Like, there's still psychopaths. <laughs> no, I don't think that earthquake was caused by vampires. <laughs> a stampede of vampires. <laughs> no, I think it was an earthquake. A hur- it's a hurricane. It's not just a bunch of vampires <laughs> swimming in a circle in a pool. <laughs> oh my best sentence is... Um, the time that I have agreed with Edward more than I've ever agreed with Edward about anything else. Oh, wow. <sighs> this is about Wuthering Heights. <laughs> <laughs> this I don't, is Bella, though. I don't understand why you like it. The characters are ghastly people who ruin each other's lives. It isn't a love story. It's a hate story. Truer words, he has never spoken. I mean, I will always say that Wuthering Heights is a terrible book. I truly believe that. It's very strange. I think I've told this story already, but, like, I read it, and I was, like, like, in my, like, Austin phase, I also read Wuthering Heights, because I had read Jane Eyre, blah, blah, blah. Right, they're all And I was, like, I don't think I liked that. And then, like, two years later, I was, like, maybe I just didn't get it. Like, maybe I missed. Right, you gaslit yourself. (laughs) I just didn't understand it. And then I read it again, and I was, like, "Mm." No, I got yeah, it. I think my feelings are that I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just did don't like, like it when Bella was like, well, you just don't get the book. And he's like, mm, maybe I'm just not impressed by antiquity. People <laughs> 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 only like Wuthering Heights because it's yeah. old and sounds impressive. And he's right. only 100 years old. He's, it's not like he was it's around just... at the time and read it then and didn't like it then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right, uh, my computer's gonna die, so we do oh. have to wrap it up. <laughs> I have to do the credits. I forgot again. Forgot how this worked. Mm, this is my job that I do. I gotta open the thing on my phone. You're crushing. You also it. don't have it memorized. Do you have it memorized? I was saying that in your defense. Oh, thanks. 
<laughs> email us with questions and comments at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to support us please check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast thank you to our patrons melina bridget eric samantha aaron josh karen ed bailey laura andrea and Lemi. thank you you can all follow us at twilight underscore phase on twitter and instagram and twilight phase podcast on tumblr there's a picture of all three of us together on the i i posted to the insta y'all it was so good disclaimer we own nothing the twilight no. universe and all characters belong only to stephanie meyer please stephanie don't sue meyer. us audio editing by maya marlette cover image by laura Shermer. our theme music is written and performed by adrian mooring we'll be back next week with a very special guest episode yeah get ready get ready um oh and if <laughs> <laughs> you can bite me <laughs> <laughs>